is preparing to live stream the webinar. <laughs> this is going live on Divi Life, right? Oh, wait. <laughs> Yay, I got the notification. Okay, we are live. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Uh, welcome to a, another episode of Divi Chat. We are super excited to be here. Uh, in case you are still not familiar with our new process, we are meeting every other week and through the end of the year. And then uh, January 1st, we're going to be starting back on the weekly schedule. We just figured it would be a little bit easier for everyone with holidays and stuff. It's a crazy time of year. So um, yeah, we're again, super excited to be here. And we are talking about the best hardware setups for web design. So great topic. It was a requested topic from Hockey Mike, as yeah. Leslie mentioned. <laughs> he didn't put his last name, but yeah, Hockey Mike 43. Ho Hockey Mike 43, yeah. So thank you for the excellent topic. I know this is something that does get asked somewhat frequently, and so uh, it definitely is a, a great topic to cover. Um, but before we dive into that, let's meet our awesome panelists. So uh, ladies first, Leslie's in the top left of my screen. So Leslie. Um, I'm Leslie Burnell, and I run A Girl in Her Mac, and I am in Texas, USA. Um, and you can find me at um, agirlinhermac.design. Boom. Awesome. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah Oates here from Enjoy Web Studios. I'm sorry I haven't been here for ages, life and sickness and bloody time zones. But we're here, and next week or next time, it's going to be 9 a.m. here, which is amazing. Um, but endureweb.com, oh no, endure.com.au or endureweb on socials. That's me. It's been a while. Sorry. <laughs> you crazy Aussies. I know. Everything's backwards, the time zones. I'm just kidding. Yeah, and we call it fortnightly, just so you know. That's what we call it when it's that, bi-weekly. That is the most epic way to say that. Every other week. I know, right? Like that sounds like something straight out of Game of Thrones, which I've never actually watched Game of Thrones. So I think it is. <laughs> uh, awesome, Josh Hall in the house, everybody. Hey, everybody. Yeah, speaking of being a while, it has been I think like what two and a half months or something since I've Ooh. been on last. It's been a little while, but good to be back with you guys. Missed you guys, Leslie. I haven't seen you, and we haven't been on for a couple Forever. of years or something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So good, good to be back with you guys. Uh, my name is Josh coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. You can find all my Divi and WordPress related stuff at joshhall.co. And then my website design business is called intransitstudios.com if you want to see what we're up to there. Yeah, and Josh actually mentioned in our uh, Divi chat Slack that he was only coming on today because Leslie was on. That was <laughs> I saw Leslie was coming on, so I'm like, I'm on, I'm there. That's why we all came. Let's yeah, be real. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> and uh, my name is Tim Streifler, and you can find me online at divilife.com for my Divi products, wpgears.com for my courses, and then timstreifler.com is my client services agency. And I'm broadcasting from California, USA, as Leslie would say. Um, well, you said Texas, USA, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so yeah, we are talking about the hardware and specifically, I think, kind of um, the best hardware for building websites. And I think that's really important because um, a lot of people, I think, will complain about hosting. And a lot of times, issues are related to hosting, but I feel like these days with the power of Divi being uh, resource intensive, there's, it's a, you know, it's a heavy software that's running in your browser. You also need to have a decent hardware setup too, to make sure everything runs smoothly. And I think that's a piece that a lot of people kind of forget and no one really talks yeah. about. Everyone talks I about- I totally like, forget about that. 
Yeah. <laughs> Everyone talks about like having the best hosting and, and like, don't use a lot of plugins and blah, blah, blah. But like, well, those are obviously very important things as well. Hardware uh, can be a, an important component, and not just to make Divi run smoothly, but to make you more efficient, uh, make you a you know better designer, a healthier person, uh, you know, in terms of having. So you're not throwing your computer across the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I'm going to talk a little bit about my standing desk, which I consider part of the hardware setup. And I think that's important. Yeah, I think that's fair. Sure. I had a client recently, actually, who was complaining to me that he was having all sorts of issues with his website, like trying to do stuff in the back end with Divi. And he was really frustrated with it, with it. And I was saying, I can't replicate it. Like I'm using, like I'm trying it with Safari, which is what he was using. Like I was trying everything to replicate. He was like, can you just put a ticket into Elegant Themes? I was like, fine, I'll put a ticket in. And they were like, there's no issues. It's got to be his hardware. And then I go back to him and he's like, yeah, I've got a really old Mac. And I was like, okay, well, that's the problem. That'll do it. <laughs> yep. That's funny. Yeah. So um, I guess a good place to start would maybe be where, you know, what, what do we all use? Um, I, I think we could start with, you know, our, our, our computer setup, that hardware, and then we can kind of branch off from there. Um, so yeah, who wants to, to jump in and share their setup? I'll just shout what I'm using right now because I literally one reason I'm excited about this episode too is because I'm actually like I actually just revamped my setup. Um, I have been on my main computer was an iMac from 2010, so you know at this point like it's almost a decade old. It's it's like it's time. It's it's been it's running an iMoc. slow. iMoc now. <laughs> yeah, it's an iMoc. Um, literally, my room started getting hotter because it ran so warm. Like when I was wow. exporting videos, I would be like, "Oh, God. it's like a freaking sauna in here." It's like a convection um, oven. Start yeah. making some. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. Like I could have had s'mores while I was doing video work. Like. Uh, so my iMac was getting, you know, it was getting to the point and I knew I was, I was faced with a choice. I was like, okay, I could either get a, a brand new iMac and have a new desktop or like, I know Sarah, you and I talked, oh gosh, this was a long time ago about a MacBook setup and having an external monitor, which I decided to go that route. So I'm actually now, I still have my iMac in the corner of my office. I'm on my sitting desk right now, but right now I'm using a 2019 MacBook Pro that's like decked out mainly because I'm doing a lot more video work now. So I wanted to get basically the, the best processor and graphics card and everything I could. Um, so that one's pretty decked out. And then I'm using an LG external monitor, which is one of the like Apple approved ones. So it like the resolution quality is amazing. One of the reasons I did that was because I wasn't quite sure what we were going to do with my setup as far as my office, because my second baby's coming here soon. And we had debated, we have a ranch house, so we don't have an extra room. Um, so we were debating on whether to put my, my other daughter here in this room. Uh, but we decided to keep my office in here and they're going to share a room, my two girls. So uh, they'll be next door in the other room. So I was all kind of weighing, like, I was like, you know what, I want to have a system and a setup that's going to be somewhat portable. That way, if I do have to like go to a, a co-working space nearby, or if I need to set up in a different place in the house, I can have something that I'm not going to be tied down with a, uh, with a desktop. So, so yeah, computer wise, that's actually, I just started uh, with this setup last month. So um, right. yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm that's getting awesome. used to it. Yeah. Thanks. And it's kind of nice not having two different computers from like, like when I would be working on my Mac and then I would work on my MacBook at a coffee shop or go into another room and I'd be like, ah, oh, crap, I got files on that computer and that kind of stuff. It's kind of nice just having one central computer that's portable. Yeah, I, I did something similar. I'll let uh, 
Leslie or Sarah jump in before I share my setup, but I actually used to do that, Josh, and then I changed it and I'll explain why, but. Yeah. I'm interested because yeah, I'm kind of, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, uh, like a case study for me too. I'm just kind of trying it out to see how it goes. Cause either way I needed to get a new MacBook, you know, as well. So either way I was upgrading, I figure at this point, like if I have to upgrade to an iMac eventually, then I'll just have another extra screen or something. So I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on that. Yeah. Well, I'm a girl in her Mac and I actually do use a Mac. Um, I had a, my old computer, which I loved dearly. My laptop was the 17 inch MacBook Pro that I got in like 2010, I believe. And I used it until it finally just went kaput. And then in 2017, I got a new MacBook Pro and I got a 27 inch iMac, but I, I feel kind of bad because I rarely use the iMac. Right. Um, I'll use it for, like, <laughs> for testing, for testing sites and Illustrator here and there, but I don't even have files on it. It's not synced. It's got, it's practically like factory. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> poor thing. Yeah, but I gotta use it more, but yes, I'm a MacBook Pro. I just love the portability. I work outside, I work in the kitchen, I work in my bedroom. Um, I just, I work everywhere as far as like my property. I don't really leave the house much, but um, occasionally I like in the past when I've got to meet clients, when I used to have local clients, I would you know be able to take it. I have the 15 inch. Um, I really wanted a 17 inch again, but I guess they're never coming back. Um, but yeah, that's that's my, my MacBook. I love it. <laughs> and I have to say, even though I'm 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 a diehard Apple user, I have never had one of their every product I've had from them, I've had an issue with. I've had to take to get fixed. I've had to get service. Like I've had things crash. Like I've just never had good luck with them. But I still use them because when they work, they're perfect. They're they're great. They're what I need. Um, but yeah, you think I might have converted by now just because all the problems I've had, but. I guarantee you that you'd have more problems on the PC side. I Just probably would. <laughs> yeah, so I have, like, I've got a, probably a similar setup to Josh, very similar, except I've got the 2017 MacBook Pro. So I think Leslie and I got the same ones at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, I, too, have had a couple of issues, but I have to say that Apple support is amazing. And before... So before this one, I had a 13-inch MacBook Pro, and I just found it was too small a screen if I was being portable, and it wasn't powerful enough. So going up to the 15-inch was really worth it. Um, but before that, I had a Dell XPS, and I had way more problems with that. And the problem was I did have tech support available, but they would have to come to my house. They would take multiple days to come. Then they would come, they would look at it. They would kind of replace one part. They'd go away. There'd be more problems. I'd, so I lost days and days and days and days and days when I had my Dell. And then when I got my 13 inch, I had nothing like no problems at all. 15 inch, I have had it replaced, but again, they tested it. They looked at it and they just completely gave me a new one, which, you know, had all the same specs. Um, so I would say, yes, sometimes things go wrong, but assuming you live near an Apple store, it's not really that big a deal. Um, so I have the 17 inch fully specced up at the time I added extra Ram because it wasn't a thing, but by the time they replaced it, the amount of Ram I had was standard, um, like built in standard. Whereas I had to have mine, like they made it in China somewhere and sent it. So it took longer to get it when I first got it, but I do think it's worth specking up the ram when you first get it because yeah. it's very it's not very long before no. it's not enough like at the moment so mine's now two years old and i am already finding that if i have three adobe apps open that it's starting to be sluggish i've had it just turn off 
sometimes. Like I've had it crash recently. So I think even at two years old, it's starting to feel like it's dragging. And I'm kind of thinking, can I get one more year? I know. Like I feel like surely it should get three years out of it. Um, but I certainly have been like keeping my eye out for what's coming out next. And I'm going to try and hold out for one more year. But so I have the MacBook Pro, I have like wireless mouses and keyboards. Um, and then I have an LG 4K monitor. So I just upgraded to a 4K this year. Um, I had an ultra wide 32 inch, I think. And now I've gone to a 4K 27 inch. That's not ultra wide. So it's like a taller monitor but I went to 4k because I was noticing some text look blurry and I kept thinking it was my CSS or my font choices and I suddenly realized it was just the non-4k and I went to 4k and I'm really glad that I did so I've got a 27 inch external monitor and yeah I can take my laptop which for me is really useful now because my husband just got a new job and he works right there so uh, he sits right next to me now. And that's why you see I have migrated across a little bit. Um, but that means that, um, yeah, like if we need to take phone calls or do meetings, sometimes I'll probably be in another room in the future because we're going to take turns at, you know, sacrificing our location for um, each other. And that works quite well, which is fine. And I know it's not hardware and I, I, we'll probably get to it later, but this is essential <laughs> are my both noise cancelling headphones and we both have a set and that is essential <laughs> if you're going to work next to other people yeah I think. I think that counts I think that falls under yeah. hardware how is it working at home with your with your spouse has that been, been I was really yeah. nervous about it I mean we've worked together before in the past we used to work for a charity and we worked in a tiny little office so we have had experience but I've been working at home by myself for almost five years now so I'm very used to having my own space. And you had Everybody your own and all that. Yeah, and I could like, and I used to listen to music on speaker or like on my phone, listen to podcasts, drag it around the house with me. So things changed, but it only took about a, I, re, I would say a month to adjust to it. And then it's not so bad. Like we've got headphones. He's not, he's working on site today. So it means I can go back to listening to normal speakers, but I just use my headphones all day. Like we're kind of used to it. We don't talk yeah. during the day. We, I set up really firmly in the beginning. I don't want to have lunch every day. Like <laughs> I only have, I have nine till three. Like I have such a short period of time yeah. that for me, lunch is a smoothie that I quickly go and make and I come back to my desk and I keep going because I don't have a full day like other people have. So I don't want to then be going and sitting outside and having these like, I mean, sometimes obviously like yesterday we went out for lunch for a lunch date. That's lovely. But I can't do that every day. So I think you have to set up really firm rules if you're going to do something like that. But yeah, in terms awesome. of tech-wise, he gets all my hand-me-downs, which he loves. So he's got my ultra-wide now. And, um, and so he has he, like one of those... Cool... PC or a Mac guy? He's sick. a PC. He, well, he was Mac. He's switched over to PC. Because he needs a really powerful machine, he bought like this $5,000, you know, monstrosity box that sits on the desk, which I hate, <laughs> but I have to live with. Um, but yeah, so he has this super uber fancy machine because he needs it for what he does. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. Uh, so I mentioned uh, I had a similar setup to Josh and Sarah where I had the MacBook and I plugged into an external monitor and I was like die hard. That was my setup because of all the reasons you guys talked about having one machine and then you can take it anywhere, but then you have the convenience of an external monitor as well when you're sitting at a desk. Um, and the reason why I switched, so now I have an iMac, I think I got it at the end of 2017. 
Um, I still have my MacBook Pro. It's like, I think 2014 or so. So it's a little, it's getting up there. Um, and it still works great. And it's my second machine. But the reason why I opted for this setup is purely based off of cost to power ratio. Like you can get a lot more power for a lot less money with the, the iMac opposed to the MacBook Pro. And so with like doing a lot of video stuff and podcasting and live streaming, I just wanted to like max out the power as much as possible. Um, but a lot of times I wish I would have stuck with the MacBook Pro only setup because there is that convenience of having everything uh, right there at your fingertips to move anywhere you want, where even though I have the laptop and, and I find myself working on that a lot from the living room or in the backyard or whatever, um, even though I have all my files because I use a Dropbox system where everything is synced, um, what I find is the tabs, right? Like I have like 10 things, 20 tabs open. I'm working on a bunch of different things. Well, it's like if I go from the Mac, the iMac yeah. to the MacBook Pro, it's like I have to reopen tabs and stuff like that <laughs> to kind of get back to where I was working. So that's the only downside. Um, but I, I opted for the iMac as my main machine purely just off of, of uh, processing power and RAM and stuff like that. I think that's um, what I, like, I know quite a few people who had the iMac. They love working off it. And then they also have a laptop, but it's one of those things where, yes, I think once you get to your point, you can do it where you've already got the laptop. And so yeah. therefore you're replacing your main machine and you've still got a laptop, but if totally. someone's starting out only having an iMac or some sort of desktop, I think is like not manageable because then you can't go anywhere and you're stuck exactly where you are. But as soon as you've got a laptop, so maybe if you start with the laptop option and then in the future, or even if you like alternate upgrading. So yeah, like exactly. you have your iMac and then you have a laptop and like every two years you buy the other one, yeah. like upgrade the other one kind of thing. Totally. And that way you've kind of always got the best tech as you're going. And I know that's a lot of money, but like Mac has these things where you can take your laptop in and, you know, switch it over and get credit towards your yeah. next one. And I get that it's money, but that's part of our business. And we don't have a lot of upfront like costs where yeah, a lot of a other lot businesses have to buy. Or something, yeah. When I just recently yeah. did my taxes, my, my tax attorney was like, well, what else? I was like, everything's software and subscriptions. I don't really yeah. have yeah. anything. You know, like, I know. And most of my stuff is bought from the US. So it doesn't even include GST. So I have to pay, pay like local tax. And I can't claim half the things that I spend money on because it's all US dollars with no tax on it. So yeah, like I think hardware is an important part. And I think you can feel like you're spending a crazy amount of money on it but equally you know it's really important it makes a really big difference and maybe you start out with a Dell and you upgrade I mean we're not saying Mac's the only thing but obviously <laughs> we've all chosen Mac for a reason um, and I guess we should have that discussion about why we've chosen Mac over um, Windows because some people you know like I know SJ has always been a diehard yeah Windows I do fan. yeah I wish Certainly. we had someone on the panel too Windows, yeah. Yeah, I so I've been using Mac since way before it was cool. So my dad's a graphic designer. <laughs> you're like, like that with Divi. You you're like the I got you early guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the early adopter. So, yeah. yeah. So my dad's a graphic designer. So he was always like Apple because yeah. Apple has in like design has always been like very close together, and so like the arts, I should say, Apple has always been like the primary machine for that. But when I was growing up. Um, like I remember in middle school, so this was like pre iPod and everything. Um, like all my friends were playing like these really cool, like computer games. Well, none of those games were available on Mac. And I remember like 
complaining and be like, Mac sucks. Like I hate Apple. Like they're the worst. Like they don't have any cool games. And my dad's like, no, like Mac's better. Like I promise. And, um, you know, and then the iPod came out of the iPhone and then Mac is all of a sudden like trendy and cool again. But, um, but yeah. And so anyway, so I remember using it back then. And then now, so because of that, I've always used Mac cause I just grew up using it. Um, so that's kind of my reasoning. I, I've used Windows a lot for, you know, past jobs and at school and everything. Oh, yeah. so I'm comfortable with it. But for me, Mac just always just made sense that in terms of the, the OS. Um, so it's not like I have, you know, uh, experience like getting a ton of viruses on PC like some people have and then switching to Mac. It's just that's what I've always used. Did, yeah. did you guys, um, as far as graphic programs and stuff, I know... I started off with Photoshop and Illustrator. And then once I took my business basically full-time, I, that's when I upgraded to like the full suite and everything. Um, do you guys, did you guys ever use any other programs? I know it's probably, you know, most of us are into. I was just talking about this on my Facebook like an hour ago. Cause I posted something um, about, cause I started in fine art and did all, all the art classes I could in my, I got bored with, the, I did them all. So there was nothing left to take. So that's when I moved to computer graphics and the first program I used was Quark, not Quark Express. It was called Quark. Um, and I did that at my at my college. <laughs> and it, at the time, it was um, we used it for print uh, print posters and like brochures. It was sort of wannabe, I guess, sort pre Photoshop or pre Illustrator or whatever. Um, but that's what I started with. And I remember it was a kind of a clunky a clunky program. Um, I used it for like a year and a half. And then I, I took a break from college, so it turned into like a decade. And then when I went back, everything was Adobe. So I, I was like, what's Adobe? Like <laughs> Adobe like took over. Um, and then yeah, I think the, uh, I don't think Illustrator was probably Photoshop was the first one I used. It's not my forte still, but, but yeah. Yeah, I started, I got in right when they launched Creative Cloud. I, I, I tinkered around with Photoshop growing up because my dad always had it, but um I got right when Creative Cloud came out. I think I got on the fifty dollars a month subscription. I've just had it ever since because it's like there's so much there, um, you know, for fifty bucks a month. I, I used the bootleg, like, bootleg version for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> I was um, so in year eleven and twelve, I looked at doing graphic design, and they were using Quark, and that actually turned me off graphic design. And I decided not to do it because I was like, <laughs> "What is this? This is awful." And then I went off in the world doing my volunteering. And as a part of that, um, I ended up starting to do graphic design with them. So there was a guy who was doing graphic design and he used Corel Draw. And so he taught me and I was like, oh, this is so much better than Quark. And so, yeah, then I learned with him with Corel Draw and started using that on a, on a PC. So I was using that for a long time. Yeah, and then eventually I switched over to Adobe and then started to learn Illustrator and InDesign. And then I used those in my jobs after that. So then I was just in the Adobe world, but I was on a PC for like until two years into my business, mostly because I just felt like it was too expensive. I knew that Macs like just seemed to work better and I saw other people with them and everyone who had one said like they were amazing. I was fine with my PC, but then when my PC had all these problems and kept dying and it was impacting on my business that's when I made the switch and it was really expensive and it was a really hard decision financially at the time I actually had to get a loan from my parents to do it so I made a one-year loan with them and said I will 
commit to paying this off in the next year if you can mm-hmm. loan me the money to get it and I did like I worked really hard to pay it off that year and it meant that that was money our family didn't get but the business needed it um and that but it was a really hard decision financially because it is a big investment to go from there are plenty of PCs around that are much more affordable so I get it like I get Mm -hmm. that sometimes it's just not achievable at the time yeah that's interesting I mean it even for you know I was trying to think back to when I got started because yeah I remember thinking like man couple grand like that's that's a massive investment it was you know particularly at that time considering what i was making but i mean yeah if you start another business that's a brick and mortar shop or any other kind of industry it's amazing how less expensive web design is compared to most stuff so like i'm all about it and i i we talked about this in the beginning but for anyone who's like getting started or thinking about what to buy whether it's Mac or whether it's PC, I would highly recommend decking it out as far as you can, yeah. as far as your processing power. Ram, your ram, 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 all that yeah. stuff. Cause it's just so important. Like, even like, yeah. I, I mean, just browsing and, and having Divi run faster and stuff like that. It's important. Obviously, you know, like Tim and I are yeah. doing, I don't know about you, Tim, but I do more video work than anything now. So that's why I needed to really, yeah, everything, but even, I mean, graphics. So basically the worst things you can do on your computer are video and graphics or audio. And I'm doing all those on top of <laughs> website design and everything else. Yeah. So like I, I realized very quickly how worthwhile an investment was, but even if you're just doing website design and you're just doing Photoshop or some graphics, that's going to take a lot of computing power. And then more often than not, most designers have several tabs open, several, you yeah. know, browsers open several hundred tabs open <laughs> yeah exactly i, I feel like I'm, I'm like well i'll get to this later but i feel like i'm total weirdo because i like don't, a, I'm a, i don't I'm keep a, a lot of tabs i shut everything here. down when I, i'm a i'm a three to five tab guy <laughs> three or five is good for me i need to be able to read the bar like it yeah. can't be i can far. go from two to fifty <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm like a constant yeah. right-click new tab, right-click new tab, right-click new tab. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 browsing FOMO that kicks in. It's the fear of missing out on what you're looking at, so you want to open up in a new tab because you don't want to risk what you're already looking at. I and totally- then grabbing the one that's all the way on the right-hand side and dragging it to the left yes. and going yeah. right-click, close everything to the right. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know that you could do that. I didn't even that's, know that. Oh, that was a Chrome one, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, well, Josh, you mentioned all the video stuff, decking out you know, your new setup. This is kind of just a personal question. So because you and I do similar types of things in terms of like computer hardware resources being used, um, with your new setup and all the stuff you're doing, has it been enough power on your, your new MacBook Pro? Yes, my new MacBook is amazing. My tell, iMac. Tell us what you got. Like, tell us the, um, the specs of what's in your current one. Because I'm well, sure people want to know, like, how okay, much sure. RAM are we talking yeah, let me. I would have to look, look that up. I'm not a hardware here. person. I don't even I know, know what I have. So all I know is like Apple so- <laughs> about this Mac. It'll tell you all your specs. So yeah, the processor <laughs> is a 2.4 Intel Core i9. Memory is 32 gigs with 2400 megahertz DDR4. I don't know what that means. And in the graphics, See, that's amazing, right? Like in two years, it has almost doubled. So it's gone I was from an i7 say, to an i9. It's gone from 16 gigs was the yeah, max you could absolutely get. And now it's at 32. 32, yep. 32. Yeah. And in the graphics card, I got the highest graphics card. Now I have FOMO. I need a new laptop. <laughs> well, and yeah, it's funny because my iMac, which, I mean, that thing was a tank. I still love that computer. It did so good. But it would take... 
if I was exporting a video that was 30 minutes, which I just went through this because I just did a bunch of course stuff, it would take about an hour to export it. Whereas my MacBook now will take 15 minutes, maybe oh. for a video like that. So, I mean, just, you know, Tim, you mentioned from the get-go, like why you might want to do this and why, why you might upgrade. It is a massive time saver. And yes, I could do other stuff, but it's, I mean, it would affect other programs. I couldn't work on a graphic or my browsing would yeah. be slow if, you know, I've got a video exporting. All these little forever. things affect workflow. Yeah. And, and of course, I'm, money, I'm right? literally get, like, yeah. And I'm getting yes, hot while it's money, burning. But <laughs> like, if you're saving like an hour a day, just say like, that's, I'm, who knows? But if you were saving an hour a day, if we're charging out at at least $100 an hour, like that's 500 bucks a week that you're yeah. saving just because you invested in better hardware. Like yeah. it is kind of, you know, you can work it out that way. And, and I think an hour a day is being conservative too because like those things add up when you're working like an eight hour day and like you're doing a lot of things and you have to like sit and wait for your computer to process and load and whatever like it, it adds up quickly so i think an hour a day is totally reasonable and maybe even on the low conservative side of things too and so yeah time is money yeah. Yeah. I've seen a noticeable impact because I'm not using anything different per se with this new setup. It's just, yeah, it's made things so much faster for me. Uh, I will say one trick I learned a while, a long time ago was to keep things off my desktop. So I have very rarely do I have more than a couple files on my desktop. And that's just that day. If I have something that I have on there that I need to move to a folder or something um, that I found that to be one of the best ways you can keep your machine running quicker is to get stuff off your desktop. Just kind of FYI particularly graphics quicker. files yeah yeah i really? i remember i looked it up a while back because uh Mind people who you know, people, like, I yeah. All over my desktop. yeah there's something about the processing power which i don't know if somebody knows more about that feel free to chime in i'm no expert but yeah i had looked it up and then i saw a pretty noticeable impact which i never had too cluttered of a desktop like that stresses me out when people open yeah, their computers and it's just i, I have I'm the like, thing oh. turned on where everything hides from yeah same so nice, i can't same. see it yeah. It's all there, yeah. but I can't see it. Ignorance yeah, is bliss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what's funny though? I, I practically I found that out also when I was exporting videos. It would take longer to export to my desktop than it would a folder. Like wow, in, in wow. So, yeah, this is amazing. So there you go. Yeah, get that get that crap off the desktop. You'll you'll save some time. <laughs> or your, yeah, awesome. your, uh, your desktop. Yeah. So uh, sorry, Josh, I was distracted. How much did you say you got of RAM on your, your, your machine? 32. Uh, 32. 32. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's the core you know, I nine. Oh my God. Yeah, it really, it's, it's a noticeable difference. Yeah. And it, here, here's yeah. a tip. Um, if you, uh, when you order like a MacBook pro, you have to order it with the RAM you want because you can't upgrade it on your own later. And yes. iMac you yeah. can though. And so if you order higher mm -hmm. RAM on an iMac, you'll end up paying a lot more than if you buy the RAM on Amazon. Um, you can save a lot of money. However, nice. not all RAM is, is, um, and so yeah, like right. you have to look at like what has really good reviews what's recommended by apple that sort of thing yeah. and so and i mean then there's the other thing right so my husband spent what was it five thousand on his big thing um that has 64 gigs of ram like and like huge amounts of graphics and like you know it has all and it would be a corner i night like you know so for the same amount of money you can, if you are willing to have some huge desktop, you can do a lot more. Like the amount of money 
you can get in a PC if you get it built and you're willing to have a really big thing, you can actually get pretty amazing stuff for your money in PCs. So it is worth considering if money is an issue. What's that? And if you're willing to be being stuck using Windows software. Yeah, that's right. But like for some people, Windows, they love Windows and there's no issues with Windows. If all you are, if you are not doing all the graphics and if you are doing coding and you're in a browser, like there's no difference between Windows and Mac. Obviously we love Mac. There's a reason we love it and that's fine. But that's also personal preference. Like there's not actually a technical reason if all you were doing was browsing and doing coding there's no reason that you need to have a Mac over a PC and all the Adobe software is available on PC. It's not like stuff isn't available. Yeah. We we, just happen to love it. We just had that conversation with my mother-in-law because she works for a home inspector now and she does all this like administrative stuff and everything. And he was, they were looking at getting like a $1,500 Mac for her. And I was like, I I love Mac, but I don't have anything against PC at all. Like you don't need that. You're going to be browsing and you're going to have email and a calendar. Like, that's yeah. you know you don't need used to it, it. Like, yeah you already are used to Mac, uh, to pc and you like it and yes. you know you're thinking but everyone has mag maybe i should change i don't think that's a good reason to change necessarily yeah. the other reason that i love mac for me is because i have everything on mac so i have an ipad and i have an iphone and i can copy and paste between all my devices if yeah. you have all google then you can do the same thing so like i think it's one of those things where if you have stuff in it like just go the whole hog in that realm but that doesn't mean it has to be apple you can do the whole realm in google and love it and it all functions together beautifully but i think when it's some of one that's when it starts being not ideal i was trying to think of like the minimum setup like if you were just getting started i i think going with a laptop first is a good way to go to what you guys talked about earlier because yeah if you go to a meeting you're like, oh crap, I can't imagine bringing your, your, your iMac into a coffee shop or something like you definitely, I think I've seen it happen. (laughs) I've seen no joke iMac in a Starbucks. I I never thought about that because I had a MacBook before I got my iMac, but yeah, I like, you know, regardless, ideally probably a laptop to start. And then what maybe like a graphics program like photoshop or something that would be good for web and then i mean you can get sublime or you know text editing software yeah you can get text editing software for dirt cheap file transfer protocol uh like an ftp client for dirt cheap i mean it really you could start for for, yeah you could start yeah or a free one like cyberduck or files there you can start from a um a hardware perspective, I think you probably want 15 inch. If you don't have an external monitor, I think 13 is too small, partly because it's yeah. hard yeah. to look at, but partly because yeah. you're going to find it really hard to actually optimize it for other people. Yeah. And so if you're optimizing on a 13 inch, you suddenly. Like iPad or tablet. Yeah. Screen. Yeah. So, so I think that. I think you want to go a minimum of a, um, a 15 inch in, if you do not have an external monitor. And I think you want to go a minimum of 16 gigs of RAM. But yeah, ideally, I've, I would be going for 32. Definitely. Yeah. From a design standpoint, I've found a laptop, like a, a 15 inch laptop size is about ideal to design websites because yeah, that, there's the problem if you're basically looking at a tablet view and vice versa, if you're looking at a 27 inch monitor and your design is yeah. huge, 
it's going to look completely different when that client opens it up on their little laptop. I have missed stuff before by working on my big monitor where I didn't think like, you know, you drag it in and all that kind of stuff. But when I've like directly put it onto my 15 inch and I've suddenly gone, whoa, whoops, yeah. I've missed like yeah. this whole thing because I've been working on a different size monitor. I actually so intentionally... I make my browser, even on a bigger screen, I make it the size of a laptop and design it like that and then scale accordingly. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay, so we talked about main hardware. Um, let's talk about other stuff. So other things that you recommend, like Sarah talked about headphones a little bit. You can touch on that more, desk, stuff like that. What are other things that kind of contribute to you guys being as successful as possible in terms of you know hardware and the stuff that surrounds you? Uh, well, in terms of headphones, so if we go back to that, so I have these Bose headphones. They were an investment. They were expensive. They were really expensive. I did find a really good Amazon deal. Um, and But honestly, they are the best investment aside from my computer that I have ever made. Because of the noise cancelling, if I've had to travel on a plane, they just make the trip so much better. But aside from that, like being able to work in an environment or going down to a cafe and being able to work and not feeling like other people are interrupting me, being able to put on music, it just zones me in and helps me forget about, you know, the chaos of my house. Um, I then have some Bluetooth headphones, which I didn't go for the iPods um, for reasons that my ears just don't fit I, the iPods very well and they fall out a lot. So I went for ones that have like the little, the little quad thing. Um, so yeah, I have those, they're Jabra Elite, they're, you know, they were comparable at the time. Um, so I have those and I do have some wired ones somewhere, but I don't seem to ever need them anymore. So I think um, like this is quite useful. There are times when this is not, you know, it doesn't make sense to have these giant headphones or if I'm just <laughs> going around, like I carry them in my handbag so that I can listen to things if I need to on the go or if I need to make a phone call in the car and I don't have my, you know, whatever. So I think it's useful to have wireless headphones. And if you can afford I them, noise cancelling makes the world yeah. of difference. Yeah, noise cancelling, if you work in coffee shops or around other people, co-working space or flying, I feel like they're essential. I, a good friend of mine works from home and he has three young kids and his wife took a picture. Mm -hmm. His, uh, I think she's four or five, five-year-old daughter, like literally screaming right next to her dad. <laughs> and my friend, he has his noise canceling headphones on and he's just like focused, just like staring at you. <laughs> and it looked like it was like an ad for those headphones. Like, <laughs> it was like so perfect. I mean, you can hear your kids in all, unless you have really loud, really loud music, music on. You can totally. hear them if they're yelling, but if they're talking, you can't hear them. And in school holidays, like it was a lifesaver. Yeah. And on, on yeah, right. Flights, I don't think I can fly without noise canceling headphones now because, like, crying babies or like, you know, <laughs> stuff, like I can just zone into music. Whatever. But having said that, like, this is like an optional extra. Like, yes, it is, you know, it's only if you have the money. You do not need them. They are a luxury, but they are a wonderful luxury. Yeah, I mean, for, for just basic, you know, web design and graphics and stuff, I you feel know. like that's really all you need. I, obviously, my gear setup has completely changed with doing video and audio and now podcasting and stuff. But there's lower end on stuff, too. Like Tim and I are using the same microphone that is yeah. a part of a bundle. Was it the bundle? Did, did you get the bundle, Tim? The Amazon bundle? It was like, you know, a few hundred bucks or something. I can't remember what I yeah, got. Yeah, I mean, it, but but you can get like the mic I I still have, and every once in a while I use is just a USB mic that you can get stuff for fifty, a hundred bucks or something. Yeah, like the that. Blue Yeti, great mic. Yeah, and then webcams. Yeah, are, I've got the Blue Yeti. 
yeah, Blue Yeti's great. Webcams are yeah. very affordable now. And yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. there's, it's kind of cool because there's stuff that's like a little more premium that's still pretty reasonable, but then more entry level stuff, whether it's lighting or audio, that all works out pretty well. But I mean, yeah, for that's the most only part, if you're doing video stuff, right? Like, yeah. I mean, even really like I, I really encourage all my students in my courses to do pre to preview their designs. And so ideally you'd have a microphone that sounds a little better than, uh, I mean, you could use like, you know, air, you know, earbuds and stuff like that, but a, a mic would go a long way even for stuff like that. But if I'm making yeah. a loom video for clients, just to show them how to do something, I won't necessarily set up my Yeti. Like I'll just use just whatever. Right they just need to hear my voice. Like it's not the end of the world if they're yeah. hearing that. One yeah, thing in terms in of hardware. Controlled... <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. There there you go. go. I was going to say like this thing here is like a wrist guard for um, that I have sitting in front of my keyboard and my mouse. And I also have a mouse pad. But I would say this thing, I had a whole lot of issues with my shoulder for a little while where I think, so there were two things that I worked out. One thing was this. Um, so it actually just holds my wrists up a little bit further because I'm very lazy and I just kind of hold them down. So I was getting really sore wrists. Um, the other thing that I did was I have a, um, a wireless keyboard, but what I had was the longer one. And what I discovered, it had like the, yeah, so that one, yeah. I had that one before. And what I discovered was it then was having to sit across to the left. And so what I found was like, I was kind of doing this weird, like I had my mouse out to the right and I was finding that the alignment for me wasn't quite right. And so I changed over to a smaller keyboard and yes, I lost my mouse, like my number pad, but for me, something changed in that. Um, we also invested in some, I think they're super ugly, but when Rick was going to work from home, he said it was the only chair he was willing to work with and I need to have symmetry. So I bought two. Um, but we bought this and it's great because you can like, you can customize all the parts of it. Like just every single bit of it, you can customize, which makes a huge difference. And then on the desk, um, we have like a thing that raises up the monitors. So just in terms of ergonomics and in terms of your body and being able to have good posture and not feeling like you're sore at the end of the day, I think it's, you know, again, it's one of those things you don't need to start there, but along the way, as you have the money to invest in this stuff. I think it makes a really big difference if you're going to sit somewhere for a long time. Yeah. But Tim so, will probably want to talk about his desk as yeah. well. I was just going to say, Tim, uh, before you do that, if you don't mind, for uh, just mm -hmm. on the note of posture, a couple of things that I've done, because I really got serious about that. And I found myself, the reason I saw it is because I recorded one of those things, didn't you? I did buy a back brace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not wearing I look them, at those I, all the time. I did buy one to see. I really didn't tell too much different, but the cool thing that I did that was made a noticeable impact was I dropped my seat down because what I found myself doing is when I go into what I call code mode, but I'm really focused, I'll like hunch over a little bit. Yeah, and I realized yeah. this, I taped one of my calls as like just to, you know, a sales call. And I was like, oh my God, I look like a freaking <laughs> hunchback of Notre Dame, like looking at my screen. So I got really serious about working on my posture because we do spend so much time here. A um, couple of things you can do though is drop your seat and raise your computer to where you're looking like level with it or up instead right. of, because if you have to look like a lot of times, if you're in a coffee shop and you're on a laptop, you'll be like hunched over looking down. Yeah. And if you do that long-term, there's devastating effects. So yeah, those are a couple of things that I did posture. Yeah, I like when you come up that. from coding and then you have all this pain and right like, here. Oh, like what? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll but having Tim... said that, you want your arms to be straight. So if you need to drop your chair down too far, you're better off buying a monitor that is height adjustable. Yes. So that you, or putting something under your monitor so that, because you want your arms to sit level. And I actually have a footrest as well so that my I... feet fit sit on a footrest and it's from Ikea yeah. it was like 12 bucks and it like swivels so when I feel fidgety I just swivel my feet I got a $10 Amazon tip. stand that goes under my iMac before because my LG yeah. is adjustable but yeah it just sat on there and it just raised it up and I literally felt it in my lower back for like two weeks I was like oh my gosh it's like using new muscles you know just looking up plus a when you do inches. a video like you get the nice angles so you know yeah it's all yeah. Like yeah right now I have like what <laughs> stand similar to what Josh probably is talking about a little cheapy little stand and then on top of that I have those lap desks with the cushion and then I have my mm -hmm. MacBook on top of that nice so <laughs> just like a tower yeah. Tim yeah. what about that standing desk man? yeah so I, I kept reading stuff about like um you know how sitting no for long periods of time is just like crazy bad for you and so um so, but yeah, I invested in a standing desk, but I didn't want one that like was always standing or I had to do work to like, so I got one of the motorized ones. So, you know, you press a button and it just goes down or up. David has um, that too, right? Cause he's always pushing this little button. <laughs> yeah. I, I did all the research and then he's like, which one should I buy? And then I told him, <laughs> same thing with the, the chair. And so I used to always buy just like cheap chairs from like office max or, you know, wherever and uh like my neck would suffer as a result um and so i got mine's not like a, a, a super crazy ergonomic one like sarah's but it's a, a company dx racer they make gaming chairs so like for for people that oh, yeah. sit for you know hours and hours, and hours. <laughs> this is like their their home office edition I, I tell people that i'm like it's not a gaming chair it's for home office. <laughs> <laughs> I don't game. Uh, but yeah i mean i've had it now for uh, let's see, coming a up couple on years, five years. Right? Or five yeah. years, wow. Yeah, well, let's see, it was 2015. So yeah, not quite five years, but, um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it still feels brand new. I, I broke it in a little bit, but um, like I basically started using that chair and like neck problems that I had like went away, like vanished. And so yeah, nice. Corey and David got the same chair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, it's a solid yeah, chair. So totally. I'm not saying that like, that's the only great chair, obviously. Um, but I think investing in a really good chair is crucial for your health, yeah. you know, along with the other suggestions that, that uh, everyone was talking about in terms of ergonomics and stuff. I got a new ergonomic mouse. It's funny. Oh, nice. I looked at those. Do you something. like it? I'm, I'm used to it now, actually. At first, I was yeah. like, what in the world? But yeah, I'm pretty used to it now. I only really when I had it. all my issues, they recommended one of those. But I ended up... I had never even seen one. Somebody recommended it. I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And, and um, some people say like, oh, I just, I can't work. I can't like build websites from standing. And it, and it definitely is like a huge adjustment. And so what I started doing... Um, was okay, like I won't do like work work. I'll just do calls like, you know, a lot of video calls, stuff like that, uh, Divi chat. And so that's kind of how I got used to it was doing that. Yeah, and then nice. now like, you know, I do a lot more and it's more comfortable. Yeah, um, it's important to not give up too early um, and just be like, nah, it's not for me because it might be, maybe you just didn't give it enough time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's one of those things where your back muscles have to change, right? Like I know this kind of sounds 
kind of different, but I started doing these like 10 minute meditations through an app, the Calm app. And when I first started doing it, my back hurt so much, like excruciating pain for the 10 minutes. But over the weeks, what I noticed was it stopped hurting when I was doing it because that my back muscles were changing. And what I also noticed was that I was standing with better posture normally and like, you know, it was having counter effects. So I would imagine with a standing desk, it's one of those things where maybe you do it for 10 minutes and the first time you do it, you're like, this is horrible. I hate this. But over time, your back muscles actually adjust to it all. And then, you know, you can be standing for half a day and it's not a really big deal. But initially it's like, oh my God, my back hates me right now. Yeah, I found the same thing with with my standing desk, I had a really hard time doing any sort of like design work or coding, but yeah, calls, emails, administrative stuff. It worked out pretty well. Yeah. Uh, And and I feel like even if you just use it for that, I think it's still worth it because it's getting you. Oh yeah. You You just get up. I got a standing mat, but I didn't get a standing desk. Yeah. Another thing (laughs) that I think, I I guess you can kind of relate this to hardware, but the Apple watch, I, uh, it forces you or doesn't force you. It reminds you to wait. Yeah. To get up every hour. And so it's a really good reminder and I'll plan bathroom breaks around that. And so to get up and move because like sitting for long stagnant periods of time studies show is just like terrible for your health. And so having like, it'll do that as well. If you want a cheaper option than going the whole hog of a fancy watch. I have the Apple watch, but just saying like there are (laughs) alternative options that will remind you to get up and, you know, get moving, which I think is useful as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I do not disagree. Definitely. I, I just got a notification that someone signed into this Zoom from another device. So David, if that's you, David, don't in the meeting. He's an hour late. <laughs> We're still on Divi chat. <laughs> awesome. Well, I think um, that's about it. If we want to go around and do some final thoughts, I know we, we kind of, you know, said all, all of our pieces already, but um, anybody have any final thoughts? Oh, yeah, I do. There's some other hardware that is not technical that we haven't talked about, which is like paper and pens and that kind of thing. So I know a lot of people are like all digital or, you know, they, they love their paper and pens. Oh, excellent. Okay. So we're all paper and pen fans. Well, maybe not Tim. I don't know yet. But um, for me, essentials for me. That's awesome. Essentials for me are that I have, um, I have a diary. So I have like a, um, so I do use the online um, to-do list things to kind of keep a broad range of what I'm working on. But I really, I find it very useful to kind of write every day, like what are the active things that I need to work on and then ticking those off. There's something about physically doing that that I find really useful. And then I have one notebook that I just work through for like till it runs out, I guess, um, but at least for a year. And it's just kind of notes like if someone calls then I take notes in that book and it just keeps on or if I go to a meeting I take the notes in that book so that I know that it's all in one place I tried I actually got my iPad for the purpose I was you know I got the iPad I got the Apple pencil I was really excited and I was going to go all digital and I like even make myself a digital diary and I was making notes in it and I just have to say like it's different. Like it just is. I wanted so badly to be a whole Apple pencil, like person on my iPad. And now my iPad literally is for watching TV. I'm sorry, (laughs) but it is. And maybe you can make it work. But for me, these two things are essentially my life. And I found these really, I think it's important to invest in pens that make a difference to your life. So for me, I love all of these things. I found these pens that I love 
more than anything. They make me write really good. They're from Japan. They're called Muji. And I just think they're the most amazing pens. And then highlighters that are not bright. They are pastel highlighters and they make someone happy. And they are a very important part of my hardware. That's awesome. <laughs> nice love it, love it, love it. Oh, and have at reach at all times, glasses cleaner, Things. I have yeah. them everywhere throughout my house and they make my life okay. I find that these work better than anything else. The micro, they're technically for like cars. cars for like, yeah. I, oh, the yeah those like, I find they work better for cleaning glasses than anything else. Oh, and oh, sorry, sure. one more, one more final thing. I got new glasses this year that um, these ones have the blue light filter. And so what I was planning on doing was using them all the time. My new monitor actually has stuff built in to help with blue light, so that's good. But these, I wear them as soon as I hit 6 p.m. I change over to my blue light filter glasses to help my body wind down. And I know that sounds really stupid, but I have worn them during the day and felt tired for the whole day. So I recommend not wearing blue light filtered glasses during the day if you wear glasses and wearing normal ones um, instead and then switching over. So. Yeah, so anyway, this is a little yeah. off topic and goes into software, but Sarah, were you the one that recommended the, the app Iris? Yes, that does the, yes. Okay. and I yeah, was I use using it. every day, it, all day, since you recommended it. It makes a huge difference, like my eye strain, it, yeah. huge difference to my eye strain. But this new monitor, when I was researching, it happened to have that built in to the monitor. Cool. And so I don't actually use it anymore um, because I'm on my monitor all the time. Gotcha. But you use that setting all the time on the monitor? The, yeah it's just kind of built in like it just yeah. it changes the refresh rate it doesn't actually change the blue light although you can't well iris lets you change the blue light but this the one this one kind of changes the refresh rate and there's a thing about flickering and you will be so surprised when you put on iris your eyes will instantly go oh. uh, yeah like they just can calm down and you didn't even know it was doing it yeah and it's free if i i read about it i probably on the iris webpage, but like white and blue light has the most energy and it's that's why it's the brightest but then that's also why it strains your eyes the most and so when you just like filter that it's like it's literally easier on your eyes because it's less energy that your eyes are having yeah. to just be aware that if you're using blue light filter glasses or if you're using iris in the non-blue light mode it changes the color like it literally does so don't do any design say, i'm a designer so i wonder if yeah. that would yeah, so I used to have to kind of turn it on and off depending on what work I was doing. Um, so just keep that in mind that it, it it's slight, but it really does change the color of things and that will impact <laughs> what you're doing. And that's a part of your job. Your logo colors. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that was like 10 final thoughts from Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, wish I, don't I don't really have one. So she, yeah, she took care of mine. What about you, Josh? Any <laughs> final thoughts? I'll, I'll kind of reiterate what I talked about earlier, just briefly with, um, you know, investing in the extra RAM and processing up front, just because my iMac, I remember I kind of skimped out on a lot of that when I got that. And had I probably, you know, decked it out, it probably would have lasted a little bit longer. It would have performed better over the past five, six years. So it's worth it. Just get your stuff decked out as much as you can within reason. And it'll definitely go a lot, lot longer. It'll be more efficient. You save time, which time is the most important valuable resource and asset so you'll find that out very quickly that's awesome yeah and, and just just kind of say ram being probably the most important thing to deck out if you can only deck out one thing like spend the money on ram 
But, yeah. Cool. yeah, awesome. Well, I don't have any final thoughts. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into another episode of Divi Chat. This is episode 141. You can view past episodes on Divi.chat, on iTunes, podcast app, uh, Stitcher, Spotify. Yeah, wherever you listen and consume podcasts. Um, if you want to leave us a review, we would love that. I was just looking, and we haven't had a new review on iTunes since uh, August. Come so, on, guys. Yeah, it's, been, out. it's been a few months. Um, and if you're watching live and actually shout out and special thanks to our live audience, we have our, our core group of regulars that tune in uh, every episode and, and uh, give their feedback and ask questions. And so if you want to tune in live, we are on every other Tuesday. So from two weeks from today, today is the 22nd of October. Um, and we are on 23rd 5, 5 in Australia. <laughs> yeah that's true 23rd Ooh. in australia so two, two weeks from the day we'll be we'll be live again um and then yeah we're live uh 3 p.m eastern time united states or i'm sorry 5 p.m eastern, 5 PM eastern. 2 p.m uh, pacific time uh, well it's about to change right so you guys are about to i think so. off daylight savings so it's going to change in most locations shortly yeah so just keep that in mind yeah that's why I took all the times off the site because I was like, I don't know when the freaking like, <laughs> I know yeah. we should just get like a, a running countdown timer or something like that. <laughs> people know. I don't know. That might actually make things more. I, at one point, I ended up. I kept having lots of problems with it, and I discovered the beauty of putting something in your calendar at its origins time oh, zone. And, and so updates. I put it in as was it four PST whatever it is anyway and so it just changes in my calendar so maybe you can consider putting it in your calendar as oh. 4 p.m pst and it will just change for you and then you'll know when divi chat is on yeah that's <laughs> awesome uh, and so yeah if you're watching live if you wouldn't mind hitting that thumbs up that like button that helps us out and then if you want to be notified when we are live because a lot of people don't know or they forget if you subscribe to Divi Chat on YouTube and then you hit the bell icon, so you have to subscribe and then after you hit subscribe, you hit the bell icon, that'll send you a notification when we're live. And so you actually get a little email from YouTube. So a little bit handy. So yeah, that is it. Thank you everyone for again, tuning in live and we will see you in two weeks. Bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers everybody. <laughs>